straight up Tennessee family. What's happening today, baby? It's Monday. It is the Monday Rundown, a.k.a. Who is Florida? It's your boy Ruck in the building. The boy turn will be joining me soon. But y'all, I'm telling you right now, today's show, tonight's show, we are about to go crazy. Turn will be with me here just shortly. Uh, got a lot of little family things going on in his house right now, but he'll be back with me in just a minute. But y'all, I'm going to crank this thing off the right way. It's Gator Hater Week. Oh my gosh. If y'all not on the same level of energy, if y'all not on the same level of hype as I am, either two things. One, you really don't love Tennessee. Two, you don't understand the magnitude of this game this weekend. And three, you're just still sad about Austin P. And if you are, it's okay. But I moved on. A lot of good things coming out today. Josh Heupel met with the media along with Jacob Warren, McAllen Castles, a couple of more players. Y'all, it's Gator Hater Week. It's go time. It is go time. Y'all already know what it is, man. Welcome to the Who Is Florida show on this Monday night. Y'all already know what it is, man. It's your boy, Ruck, and it's straight up Tennessee, baby. This is the Who Is Florida show. I told y'all he would be in the building. I told you he'd be here. here the bro. boy turned in the building. What's up, Brody? What up, what up, what up, bro? What is up? How you, how you, how you feeling? <laughs> feeling good right now. Feeling good right now. We good. <laughs> how, how you feeling, big dog? You all right? <laughs> yeah. Bro, I still got my work clothes on. We here, though. Yep. I'm, cur I'm currently, like, sitting on my knees with the... Uh, computer on the bed but hey we here ain't wrong. I'm, right, I'm right here to talk some Tennessee football ain't nothing wrong with it y'all what's up man welcome to Gator Hater Week it's Monday y'all it's a big week man y'all already know what it is it's a, a a whole lot of things that have to come this weekend there's a whole lot of things that have to start today that lead us into Saturday but y'all already know what it is at the top of the show like comment subscribe hit the bell notification man right now so you never miss an episode we are cruising to 800 subscribers here on YouTube continue to like continue to comment and I'm going to tell y'all something right now share sharing does something I don't understand it but go ahead share it to your Twitter share it to your Facebook share it to your Instagram whatever you got to do share the show and I'm telling you y'all it's just going to continue to grow the family. So we're excited, man. We're excited for this week. It is the Who is Florida show. We're going to dive into all things Florida. Who are they? Who do they have? Who returns? Um, what does Tennessee need to focus on in order to win this game? But I, I think we can start the top of the show right now. And before I say what I'm about to say, I got to thank all of our Apple and Spotify listeners as well. Continue to rate this thing five stars. 
let the people know why they need to be rocking with Straight Up Tennessee, baby. But going back to what I was about to say, I think that everyone knows this week is more about us than it is Florida. Facts, 100%. I think it's more about us because Florida's down. Let's just say it how it is. Florida is down. But Tennessee had a bad performance against Austin P. I mean, we can say what we want to say. We just had a bad, we had a bad day. And it happens. But how do we respond? Uh, it, it looks like we're going to respond well on uh, Saturday after the game. It looks as if Joe Milton called a players only meeting and um, it's leadership. It really is leadership. And I'm just seeing too many Vol fans already saying, yeah, that might he might be a good leader, but he's not a good quarterback. And I'm just like, y'all give the kid a break. You can't be perfect every single game. Yeah, and I, I think that I think that's the thing, man. I think you know I've calmed down after, you know, after the game, you know, and little just gathering my thoughts, you know, about the game. But I mean, you got, I mean, I got to thinking about it today, just driving because I forgot my headphones at work and everything. I I, I forgot my whole backpack at work. Like, me when and, I say this is the me, first time, me, me and turn, we my, ain't talked all day, bro. Literally, and that's not that's not right. That or that's not. That's never ha- that never happens. But I was just sitting there because I had music. I wasn't talking to Rook. I was like, man, just sitting here talking, thinking about Tennessee football. Like, bro, we were having. We, you're right. I had to, and I had to think about. It. We were literally having this same conversation last year about Hendon Hooker. Like, ah, I don't know if he's going to be the guy. I mean, he's good. Don't get me wrong. He's good. But I don't know if he's going to be the guy. Like, you know what I mean? We did. We did. And 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 and, and we had the conversation, and then honestly. Honestly, what happened was Florida happened, and we were like, oh, shoot. We got over the hump, and then we had a bye week, and then LSU happened, and then that's when we knew that last year was going to be uh, more special than we thought. Man, before we keep it moving, man, let's check out the chat, man. What's good, everybody? I got the boy Adrian in here. Joe Milton said he doesn't lose in Florida. He better have his best game at the Swamp then. I hope to see Nathan Leacock get some reps soon. He can be a game changer. Um let me say something about Nathan Laycock. He's going to be exactly what you said. He is going to be a game changer, but he didn't even dress out last week. Um, he was just in his jersey and, and shorts. So I, he must be dealing with some injury um, or something that's kind of just undercover because he didn't even dress last week. Yeah, thanks. Um, Derek, what's up, man? Good to see you tonight, man. <laughs> I love this energy. Florida trash. I love this energy, bro. I love that energy. And they and for a Florida team, yes. But again, it's Tennessee and Florida. We know what this is. You know what I'm saying? Like, we know what this is. And we know that if we don't come to play, we know we can lose. Yeah. We got to come ready to play. That's, that's my thing. We have to come ready to play. We have no excuses. Yeah, and I think I think the reason, like, the way I am or the way I was about Joe is because, like, you know, like, what am I trying to say? The hop. Like, when you think of tennis, I'm not even talking from a Tennessee fan. I'm talking from a college football fan. When you think of Tennessee, there's one player that comes to mind. Joe Milton. Yeah, it's Joe Milton. I mean, That's right. The hop, the hop is there. Like, you know what I mean? And yeah. I don't know. 
me personally, I get caught up. I get caught up too much in that hype, and it's like, oh, he's gonna come out here, he's gonna ball out, he's gonna be like a dog, which he can yeah. be. He can be. I think Joe Milton's just gotta find his place, man. We just gotta just gotta calm down. And you, I don't think you can base anything off these first two games. I mean, they're literally scrimmage games. I mean, I know we yeah crap against Austin P, but they it really is a scrimmage. I mean, hence the fact that literally. I can't remember what drive it was in the fourth quarter. We literally came out and ran the football three times. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot to improve on. And yeah. I, I I trust my coach because I know what he can do. I know what they're doing this week. You know, I was listening to the Joshua Swain show earlier today, and Jason Swain kind of made a comment that for the first time, I I, I kind of listened to it and I just didn't agree. You know, Jason Swain, former VFL, has a lot of great content. He says a lot of things that I'm like, yeah, that's 100%. But he, he said something that really just got me off guard, man. Like, it just it just didn't – I don't know. He, he was talking about the offense and talking about Joe Milton. Um, not really Joe Milton, more of Josh Heupel and Joey Hosley. He said – and I might say this the wrong way, but it was something like he fans can't be in denial and say that we haven't seen the offense so far. He said, what I feel like we should be saying is we haven't seen execution. And I'm like, yeah, kind of. But. Man, we take way more deep shots than we've been taking. And it, and there's no reason. There's there's no other reason. If the if the coaching staff really really doesn't trust Joe, I don't know if he would even be on the field because that's a whole point of Josh Heupel's offense is to stretch the field, bro. Like we you know, I just don't believe we've seen it cuz there's plays that we had last year that I've just not seen, bro. Oh, 100%, man. 100%. I agree with you, and it, it, is, it is Josh Hoppel's offense to, you know, stretch the field and get those guys open. And we haven't seen we haven't seen really any of those, like, you know, the – I can't think of the word. The routes, whatever. No wheels, no wheel routes. We ain't really seen a nine ball. We just haven't. So, uh, back in the chat, man, uh, hope the players only meeting the team did – does the trick. Hope the players only meeting the team had or the team called does the trick. I'm following you now. And they go in all they go all in this week. I believe they will. I, I think that was what it was needed. And Joe's they from what I read, they said that Joe blamed it all on himself, which I don't think he should have pointed all of it on him. Um, there's a lot of drops. There's a lot of different things, missed assignments on the offensive line. But I, I, for a leader to step up and own that. You got to love it. You got to love it. Um, mm -hmm. Derek says, Florida ain't ready. They're not deep. That is the exact thing that I was going to talk about when we start talking about who is Florida. Because after their first 11 on offense and defense, it's really not much. It's really, yeah. really not much. Yeah. But I agree right here. Uh, maybe Joe needs our support, fam. Back off of him a little bit. He's not Hendo. He's Joe. That's it. That's 100% yeah. right. That's 100% right. He is Joe Milton, and we got to ride with Joe Milton. Derek says right here, if our offense is clicking, we would blow Florida out. This leads us right into who is Florida, man. I, I, I truly agree with what you just said, Derek. And The Florida Gators come 
into the swamp on Saturday with quarterback transfer Graham Mertz. Um, we know he was at Wisconsin. Um, he was in the Elite 11 coming out of high school. Um, he was in that group with a lot of dogs, uh, Spencer Rattler, um, different different guys like that. They all were at the same Elite 11 camp. I believe, actually, he was at the same Elite 11 camp um, as Joe Milton. <laughs> and so they all are very familiar. Graham Mertz um, is a Midwest cat, uh, went to Wisconsin, didn't go well there, transfers down to Gainesville with Billy Napier and has gained the starting job. Um, he has looked underwhelming in the first two games. Um, his numbers are a little deceiving. He did throw for, I mean, goodness, he threw for almost 350 uh, against Utah. Last week they played McNeese State, who is just really, really, really bad. And uh, he had a pretty decent game. And I think what Florida needed to see is what happened against McNeese, even though it was McNeese State. We know that they returned two incredible and, and I mean incredible running backs in that backfield and the, 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 before I even say their names it, it's hard to put into words how good they are but how much better I feel like our running back room is but they return Montreal Johnson Jr. Um, he is a running back there and then Trevor Etienne who is the brother of Travis Etienne who plays now for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, turn, you know this as much as I do, man. Those running backs are, are they're some they some scary cats, man. They they they, they nice. They are, but man, I mean, I look back to the stats. I was actually checking the stats as soon as I got home. Do you know how many yards Florida had rushing against Utah? Not many. Utah had them on lock for real. Thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah, Utah, and and, and I'll say this. What does Tennessee do best? Yeah, hundred percent. We stop the run, man. We 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 do well stopping the run. So the matchup there is going to be I, what I think is going to push us either over or under. If Tennessee comes out and we play aggressive like we have in the run game, you know, think about think back to Austin P. Austin P. I think rushed for seventy nine yards, and forty six of those was on one play. Mm-hmm. The rest yeah. of the game, you, you, you said the rest of the game, it was what 20, 33 yards. You, yeah. you see what I'm saying? Like 46 of the 79 were on one play and then they didn't do anything else. And yeah. so Tennessee's off Tennessee's defense should do what we did. Cause last year, Florida did not run the football well on us and they had the same two cats. Yeah. Facts. No, I mean, if you ain't got a good offensive line, I mean, it's going harder in the football. I don't care how good. I don't care how good your running backs are. Yeah, they're starting a couple of freshmen on that offensive line. New tackles: James Pierce, Joshua Josephs, Tyler Barron um, on the inside. Omari and and Karat and and Bryson Omar. Those guys should have a field day. Now, that's not me saying they're going to get to Mertz with four. I think it's going to take five a couple of times to get there just because Florida's a little bit more physical um, than the teams we've have faced so far. Um, even if they're not as developed, right? Utah, Utah got some dogs, man. Like they, they play hard and they might be smaller, but they play hard. And so now you've got sec on sec. You got big on big. It's now about um, how can you scheme it up? Right. And how can you attack um, in a different way 
I think we're going to I think we can get there with four, but I really think it's going to take five and we're going to get home uh, on Saturday. Yeah, I agree with that. I think we'll go, I think we'll get home. Beasley's going to get home a couple times. Yeah. Yeah, they they also uh the two running backs are are great. Um great athletes can get out. If they get in space, look out. Um they have a new freshman receiver, Eugene Wilson the 3rd. They call him Trey. Um he is a little scat back, man. He he plays receiver. I believe his number is it's either 0 or 3. I can't really remember, but um I've seen him play, man, and and, and he has he got some juice. He reminds me a little bit of a guy that we have on our roster by the name of Squirrel White. Um, he may actually be a little bit more explosive even than Squirrel White, um, and that's simply because they get him in space a lot, a whole, whole lot, and that's what they try to do is get it in his hands quickly and let him go and make a play. So we will definitely need to have our eyes and, and our cues, our P's and Q's on Eugene Wilson. Um, but then also they return uh, senior wide receiver Ricky Persaw. And uh, he ate on us last year. And, he, and he's a good receiver. He is a really good receiver. Yeah, thanks. Defensively, Florida didn't change much. Um, they got a new coordinator. Lost a couple of guys. Um, got a new coordinator. Um, and um, the secondary looks almost identical to last year. Uh, it, it, if their secondary does anything like they did against Utah multiple times, we're going to have opportunities to hit over the top. We're going to have opportunities, bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they lost their uh, – they lost both their safeties. Florida did last year. Yeah. Jordan Castell and Miguel Mitchell. We're going to have – we're going to have opportunities, man. We're going to have opportunities to hit big plays. Will we? I don't know. But we're going to have the opportunity to. I, and I think it's one. Of, I think it's one of those things that, like, <clears throat> I think we're going to have the opportunity because you know, like, the way Josh Hopple's offense is ran, like, you, you're you're going to have to sit. You can't do both. Like, you're going if if we're if you're going to drop eight in coverage, then we should just be able to run the football and get about seven eight yards every time, and just literally run the football every time and get five six and just march down the field. I agree with you. I agree with you, and I also. I also agree right here with Go Vols Deep 423. Um, defense is going to eat all game, especially when they don't have to worry about the quarterback run. Yes. Mertz is a pocket passer. Um, he's a game manager. He can get out of the pocket and he's not going to kill you on the legs, but he can get out of the pocket and make a play um, every now and then. But it is not something that emphasis must be put on. I think that Tennessee can do enough. Maybe send one guy on a quarterback contain just in case. Um, but it's not something like we had to worry about with Anthony Richardson last year. Yeah. What do you think about this question right here? What's going on with Ethan Davis? He looked good in the spring prior to getting injured. I I I just think we're just too deep at that position. I mean, you got Castles and Warren. You, you know, um, I'm I'm gonna say it this way. He's young, man. He still is young, and what you learn about Josh Heupel in the in the years and the in the months that he's been here is he said it this year. He he just came out and said it like if we don't trust you enough to play winning football, that's the key word. If we don't trust you enough 
to play winning football, you're probably not going to play. No, facts. And if they can't trust Ethan Davis to play winning football right now, he's not going to play. Nope. Nope. So that's what it is. I mean, he's just not going to play. Hence the fact of Dante Thornton comes in the game last week, drops a ball, you're gone. Gets pulled. Drop, he only had eight, 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 eight snaps, man. He dropped two. Let's be honest. He dropped two. It wasn't just one. He dropped two. He dropped two, man, and it hurts. And I hate that, man. I, I'm, I really want to see Dante go crazy, bro, because he's it's in him. We've seen it. We've seen it in another uniform. It's time, man. It's time. Maybe it's Saturday. Maybe Saturday we see Dante just take the top off the defense, and we're like, there he is. Because yeah, if, if you didn't notice, the depth chart for the Florida game came out. A lot of things changed on the depth chart now, okay? Um, there's not a lot of oars anymore. All of the corners and, and the receivers and all of that, like and the running backs, it doesn't say Jalen Wright or Jabari Small. It says Jalen Wright, Jabari Small, Dylan Sampson, Cameron Seldon. Mm-hmm. On, on the receivers in the slot, it still does say Squirrel White or Dante Thornton. And so Dante Thornton has not lost any trust. It's not anything like that. It's just that group, that entire group, uh, not, not, not even zoning in on Dante, that entire group has to step up this week. It, it, if I had to choose a group or if I had to say right now on a Monday on the Who is Florida show, who is the playmaker of the game, it has to be the entire receiving core. The entire yeah. receiving core. Yeah, yeah, man, I, and, I, and I'm I'm with you, and I, you know, you kind of talked about this in the last episode. I I I really wonder how much. I mean, I know you got to be smart when it comes to this. I get that, but like, I'm just thinking of like last year and even the year before. Like, how Joe is going to have to be active in the run game. Got to. I mean, even if it's like the the QB powers. Or got got to have it. I love the little QB because wouldn't it, wouldn't it, Joe? We did this with you know you do the do the QB QB powers and then at the last second he pulls up and just dumps it off. Or was that Hendon? well? That was that was Hendon against South Carolina the first time. Yeah, he did so that against South Carolina. We ain't seen that nothing like no play calling like that yet. We have, and that's what I'm saying. People saying the offense ain't been. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Let's be real. Josh Hopple going to scheme up something. I promise. Oh, man. Saturday, we're going to see it. It's open. It's wide open. But like you said, man, I think with this game specifically to, to kind of get into the next segment of what we want to talk about tonight, we know who Florida is. They wear blue and orange. They play in a dirty stadium. And they're going <laughs> to play Tennessee as hard as they can because – it is the Tennessee and Florida rivalry. It doesn't matter if Florida, it don't matter if we played this game in the middle of the year and Florida was one and six, they're going to play us like they, they're undefeated. Yes. Yes. So this game means more than just winning the game. This game means tradition. This game means bragging rights. This game means, uh, uh, scenery. I mean, this game means so much. To both sides. And in order for Tennessee to get a win, let's go ahead and hop into this turn. In order for Tennessee to get a win, 
defensively, what needs to happen? Shut down the run game. You make you you make Florida one dimensional, it's game over. Just being honest. I mean, even if I call me crazy, even if it's throwing the ball, like if we if we shut down the run game and they have to throw the ball every time, I feel confident with our DBs. I really do. Yeah. Or vice versa. Um, I'm gonna echo you, man. I think if you shut down the run and you put the ball in Graham Mertz's hands and you say beat us, you know, yes, you say that's exactly what I was trying to say. Like Grant, like Mertz, beat us, please. Beat us, please. Like if you can beat us, then by God, y'all respect all respect, all all everything. But we know what will get Florida the W, and that's that's those running backs, man. And so. If the run defense can be as efficient and execute at a high level all night long, I'm not talking about the first half, y'all. They got to execute all night long. If they can do that, hmm. Tennessee defensively, that's what's got to happen. Offensively, Turner, I mean, I think we all know what needs to happen, but I want to hear it from you. Offensively, in order for Tennessee to get this win on Saturday, what do you want to see? Wide receivers catch the ball. I mean, I mean, I know, I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, I can sit here and say Joe to make better throws, but I said about, it, I said it on the day after, and I'll say it again. You know, I was, I, I text you after the after the game, and I was, ba I was bashing Joe hard. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I was bashing Joe, but you know, then you then you calm down. And it's like, hey, like these these are, God, I'll I'll say it until they start catching the ball. I will. They're D one athletes. They've proved the the guys that are on the field. Our starting three, Brew, Ramel, and Squirrel. They've proven that they can do it. They can play at that level. So just catch over the ball over and over again. Just catch, catch the, the ball. ball because, because the thing about Josh Hopple, Josh Josh Hopple is going to get the ball in his playmaker's hands. I don't care if it's a screen. I don't care if we run screen yeah. right, screen left, screen right, screen left, screen right. He's going to get he's going to get the ball in his playmaker's hands. Yes, he will. It's so proof. I mean, he does it all the time. It's just what he does. Yeah, and it, it ain't gonna be. I mean, it might. It ain't gonna be a screen every time. It's gonna be like, like the Ramel Keaton drop against Virginia. Like, you're gonna have your yeah. opportunity. Just catch the football. Catch the football. That is the key, I think, to what can potentially happen come Saturday. Is how effective is the receiving group, man? Offensively, you know, we, you said you said catch the ball. I think for me, it's. I want to see confidence from play one in Joe Milton. I don't want to see, I don't, I don't want to see him trying to figure it out as the game goes along. I want to see from the first drive a confident Joe Milton. Just he knows what we're doing. And hey, if that's you know one turn, here, here's another thing. One thing that Josh Heupel did once we got into bigger games, um, which this is a big game. You know, this is a really big game. And, you know, we didn't even see this, I don't think, a lot in the first two games um, against Ball State and then against Pittsburgh last year. We didn't really see what I'm about to tell you because they both started out the right th this exact same way. But once Josh Heupel started doing what I'm about to say, you started to see the quarterback settle down a little bit. I think we've got to get this Florida game, those first eight to 12 plays are 100% on script. It don't matter if it's not there. You're running it. Facts. 
it, I mean, the whole first drive is scripted in my book. I, I think, I think it would it with Josh Hopple. I think it's either you got either anywhere from four to eight plays, and you're expecting to score. You got four to oh, eight, yeah. scripted and it's a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, and I, and once we once we started to do that last year, you you, you I mean, I can vi- vividly remember drives that happens and we score first drive, and so. I want to see a scripted first drive and what that does for a quarterback gives them confidence. They've been grinding that all year, all week, bro. You get them that confidence, man. And it's go time. It's go time, bro. Yeah. He's going to He. Yeah, let's go. No, I was just going to say. I like castles. Castles plays hard. He runs the football hard. I agree with that. But this one. Yeah. I'm going to call it now. We will fake a receiver screen and throw it deep for a touchdown. And you 100%. know, just like just hearing like people say that, it's like it's like bringing back my memory. Like we haven't pump faked one time this year. No, anything play. No, nope. we we might have done play action like one or two times, but I can't remember it. I can't remember it off the top of my head. Like we haven't done if we we hadn't done play action, we haven't pumped anything. We haven't faked anything. Like bro, nope. like. I'm telling you, you bro. It's the offense off those first two games. I know. I mean, I know we played like absolute dog piss, but a win's a win at the end of the day. It is. A dub (laughs) is a dub, bro. A dub is a dub. I think if it's, I think if it's a one possession game, like close to the fourth, like getting into the fourth, I think Josh Hopple starts to. He's like, oh crap! Like we got to, like we got to score again. Just, but we're three possession lead, man. I mean, you're comfortable. Uh, Everybody just gets. I think everybody's expectations on Tennessee are so high because we compare them to last year when we're scoring 60, 58, like high 60s a, a game. And, like, you know, it's a different different offense, man. I mean, we can't expect that every game just because we did it last year. You know what I mean? And we didn't – I mean, and we did it last year, but we really did not do it every single game, in all honesty. I mean, you, you scored 40 on LSU. You scored 38 on Florida. You scored 34 on Pitt. You know, like it, it, it didn't really happen as much as we think. But when it did happen, yes, I mean, we were putting 60 on the teams we should have put 60 on. And for that not to happen one time, we're all upset about it, you know? Yeah, and I, I, and I think that time will, I think that time will come. <clears throat> but it also makes me think. And I don't know, I just, this shit literally just popped in my head and maybe maybe you can agree with me. It literally makes me think like. You know, how vanilla. Like, I think we were more vanilla in these first two games this year than we were last year. Absolutely. There's no no question. It it really makes me think Josh Heupel is like, I trust this defense enough that they're going to hold Austin P. Like, they're not going to score. I I trust my defense enough to where I don't have to go out here and do these crazy plays. I can just keep being super vanilla, and our defense is going to take care of business. Like they did. Absolutely. And they have been. And, you know, you don't want to have them on the field for 40 minutes, right? Like, I don't think we want to have the defense on the field for 40 minutes against Florida. I, I'm not – I'm out on that. I don't want to see that happen. But I say all of that to say this. I do think that even if right now the defense has been playing that many snaps, they've been on the field a lot, I still believe that all the offense has to do is execute just a little. That's it. That's it, man. 
Just execute no, better. Uh, yeah, I hundred percent agree. And I don't I don't know if you noticed this, but like, you know, the defense was on the field for forty minutes. Like I'm about 95 percent sure at corner at least. Now Wesley Walker didn't come off the field. That boy's nice. No, he plays and, safety. Yeah, but at the corner position, I'm pretty sure we switched corners almost every a position. A lot. Absolutely. Gabe, Judy Lolly, Danico, Warren Burrell. I mean, you, you saw them all. Mm -hmm. You saw them all, man. Hey, Warren Burrell had a great pass breakup on that side. It was it was Burrell and Walker. Walker was shading on that side, and Wesley yeah. Walker came over the top. I'm like, man, that's how you play freaking defensive back, buddy. That's yeah. how you do it. Wesley Walker had that big-time sack, too, on fourth down. Yes, he did. Wesley Walker is is making a name for himself right now, bro. I love that kid, bro. He can ball. He can ball. I'm going to hit it real quick. Go GBO beat Florida. I hear that. Let's, That's it. It. let's, go, uh, let's go, AC Rose. I think after this player only meeting, this team will come out firing on all cylinders. I agree. That's I the agree. hope, Vol guy. That's the hope, Vol guy. I, I, I really do think that – it just it realigned some things. You know what I'm saying? It realigned some want to. It realigned some grit. It realigned some focus. And uh, these guys are gonna come ready to play. It's Florida week, man. You think they're not gonna come ready to play on Saturday? Let's go. Yes. Go balls deep. How often does Florida go for it on fourth down? I think if Florida wants, I, I, mean, I think I think this is any team this year that plays the University of Tennessee, and you've seen it with Austin Peay. If it's within fourth and three. And they're on the opposite of the fifty. I think you're going to see it a lot, just because they know. Like, if we give the ball back to them right here, like, you're going to have to go for it a lot on fourth down. They did it last year. Yeah, they did it last year. Like, I mean, because Florida went for it on fourth down like two or three times, and it was really dumb. Like on their own side of the field, and Napier was going for it on fourth and four, and he he didn't care. And you kind of got like a you kind of got like a duo thing right there in the aspect of it's like, okay, it's fourth and three. Do we punt it to D Williams, or do we try to go for it and <laughs> and give the offense it? back the ball? And give the offense the ball. I mean, I mean, it's a double edged sword. Whichever one. I it mean, is. I wouldn't want to give to D Williams, or I don't want to give back to the offense. But no. <clears throat> Yeah, I wouldn't want to do either, to be I honest. I, I see I see Florida going with it a lot. Yeah, I could see him going for it. I can see it going for it more than normal, for sure. I think Vaughn Because they know. I think Vaughn McGuire makes a great point. These coaches get antsy when we play them because they're afraid of getting blown out. I think I think they, of course, Absolutely. get blown out. But I think they just get antsy in general. I mean, me and AJ, or me and Ruck talk about this all the time. Yeah, How many times AJ we talk Ruck. about that? Say what? <laughs> I said, yeah, that is my name, though. <laughs> my name is AJ. <laughs> how many? How many times we? How many times we talk about that last drive of that Alabama game? Nick Saban a was lot. Way out. He was way. I mean, he was. He's freaking out, man. Like they didn't want to give us that pill back because he knows he's got to score. You know what I mean? Like we got to yeah. score, or, or they're gonna they're gonna get. They're gonna get at least a field goal, and that's yep. what we did. They know that, and, yep, and we, yep, that's exactly right. It's exactly right, bro. It's exactly right. 
I'm just uh, go ahead, go ahead. This is it. This is the this is from Hawaii, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but that's him. In hindsight, that P game may end up being positive. Vaughn's gonna have a chip, and it started. With, it started with that meeting Sunday. Hey, I hope you just that's it. Side <laughs> you did. <laughs> you did. You did. You did. No, that's right though, man. It. The, <clears throat> I'm gonna say this right now. <clears throat> I was gonna wait till Wednesday to say this, but why not? We've got we got 15 people watching, people hanging out with us, man. Thank y'all for tapping in with us tonight. I'm gonna say this right now. Joe Milton throws for 300, two scores. He redeems himself because. I just feel like he's a lot like Hendon in a sense to where he's a gamer. And when it's time to when the lights, the big lights come on and it's go time, mm-hmm. I just really think we're going to see something different. And he said at SEC Media Day, I don't lose in Florida. So the confidence is there. But I want to see it happen. I I know he has it in him. We all know he has it in him. And this is his breakthrough. This is his breakthrough game uh, on Saturday. And before we never do playmakers of the game on Monday, but I'm telling y'all right now, mine on Monday is going to carry out. It's got to be Joe Milton. And uh, we'll get to the rest of that on Friday, but Joe Milton is my offensive playmaker of the game for this week. He has to be. And, and, hey, my, my guy, like, look, my, my guy right here, ball guy, yes, said the same thing. We're on the same level. Has to be. It, it, he he has shown glimpses in moments in both of these games. Yeah. It's time. It's time. And, I, and, I, and I'm with you. He, he has to. He has to show out. 325. 325. Three passing touchdowns. Two rushing, five total, counting for Man. five. Do that though. I think, and I think we've seen a little. I think we've seen a little bit of that in the Austin P game, ball guy. I think you're going to see a little bit of Joe Milton. Joe Milton run game on in the goal line. It's going to be nasty. Man, and I went back and watched the the game. I didn't want to, but I knew I needed to. Man, Joe is a lot faster than we think he is, bro. If Joe hits the same dude, I mean, there's no. I mean, there's no stopping. I mean, he, we've talked about it before. I think Hendon was a little more elusive. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely. Agile. Yes, for sure. But Hendon probably ran a 4 9. Joe probably runs a 4 6, just being honest. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even on the quarterback draw, man, he hit that middle and was gone in there. Yes, I agree. I I, I agree right here with, with AC Rose, man. I, I think the book opens up this week. More plays that they ran during. It's going to happen, y'all. I'm sorry. It's going to happen. We haven't seen. We haven't seen the Josh Heupel offense all year. We've seen glimpses, but he hasn't had to, and we've won. And so now, y'all, I'm telling you, Saturday, it's all wide open and it's go time for this football team, man. It is. It's go time. This game, I'm not saying 
I'm not saying these these past two games didn't matter, but this game matters. You know what I mean? Like there's you you leave it all out there. You know what I mean? You come out and That's you're it. wanting to put you're wanting to put you're wanting to put up a quick 14. Go ahead up by two 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 possession because if we go up two possessions, it's game night, over. Night 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 night. I mean, it, it'll be like LSU all over again. They'll just yep, lay down. It, we will have an absolute heyday. Yep, and that's what needs to happen. That's what needs to happen on Saturday. Man, it's been the Who is Florida. Hey, I like that. I like that. I, but I'm hoping the I'm hoping he comes out comfortable, like you said. Yeah, that first drive, I, it's got to be scripted. It's got to be scripted. <laughs> Okay, so who scores first this week, Austin? I'm taking Squirrel. You know, you know what's funny about this question? You'll find it. I didn't even tell you this one, Rook. What's that? Right before the kickoff, Austin P game, I, I tapped the dude in front of me. I'm like, who scores first touchdown for Tennessee? <laughs> I asked him <laughs> that question. First touchdown, in my opinion, is Joe Milton. I think Joe Milton going to run one in. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna say Ramel Keaton. Everybody hitting the chat. I'm actually gonna change my man. I'm gonna say Brew. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna say, say Ramel Keaton. I'm gonna say Ramel Keaton. I think it's gonna be a receiver. They are gonna have to redeem themselves, bro. This is the game to redeem yourself and make yourself feel much better than you have in the last two weeks. But I'm I'm also I'm also with ball guy too. It all depends on what defense. Florida comes out in, man. Like I said, if they're going to drop eight, Jay Wright might break one because he he's this close. Jay Wright gets every so game. close every game. Barry, hey, Barry had a burst too last week, man. God, I think I think it's just a hot hand, man. I mean, look at game it one. Is. D. Sam had the hot hand. He did, and when well, he was twenty and in, it was it was it was going to D. Sam. We all knew that. So would so did Jay Wright though. I mean, Jay, Jay Wright's had over a hundred both games. Over 115 both games. He's already at like two. Let's see. He's at two, 236 right now in two games. How crazy would this would this would this be? This this is not this is not this is probably slim chance this is going to happen. Very slim chance. But what 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 about mid mid season? Uh, Jay Wright's going off, and here Jay Wright comes in the Heisman. You're so funny. You ah! made me laugh. <laughs> this dude. I'm totally they are not gonna put this dude in the Heisman race. Unless I mean unless but, like literally against Florida, he rushes for like two fifty. But I do I do think I do think Jay Wright have a thousand yard rushing season this year. He's he's a quarter of the way there in, in two games. <laughs> he's got twelve of them. <laughs> of course he's gonna have a thousand, bro. Check this one out. Oh, God. Yes, sir. Unless we get down in the red zone, Joe takes it, bulldozes that. Sorry. <laughs> this floral defense. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. Turn, man. As we kind of we turn the corner, man, on the Gator Hate Week, who is Florida episode, man. You know what we do, how we end these shows, man. What's your early score prediction on this Monday? And I know if I know anything about you, this is definitely changing all three shows this, this week. Is, but on Monday, 
Tennessee opens up. Hey, we're an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, I kind of want to check that again right now as I'm thinking about it because I want to see if the line has changed on a Monday. I think it's seven and a half. Uh, Tennessee opened as an eight-and-a-half, and now it is six-and-a-half. Six-and-a-half. I see. It's six-and-a-half. Tennessee is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Turner, what's your early score prediction for this Tennessee and Florida Showdown in the swamp. 34-10. I like it. <laughs> I, 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 I like it. <laughs> I like it. 34-10. Oh, y'all. I'm looking at multiple facets right here, okay? I think we go down there and they find out that we are who they thought we were. And that is back being the Tennessee Volunteers. I'm taking the Vols 41-21 against the Florida Gators. 41-21. And I see it, and I see it like we said. I think that, like, man, at halftime, bro, it at halftime, it it might be, it might be 31, 31, I don't 31, 7, something like that. And then Florida gets two touchdowns later in the game. And you know, we just trying to ice it, put it on ice. They're in mop up duty. Yep. We got mop up duty in. Let's see. Everybody drop them in. Drop them in. I see them. I see them. Y'all know how a y'all see y'all. Look, you can tell people been around. You can tell people been around. They know when we drop score predictions, you got to drop them. And we about to read them as we end the show. So right there, 40, 42, 13. I like that. I like that. I like 38, 38, 10. I like that. 48, 17. Give it to me, ball guy. Give it to me. Balls. Hey, just an, another 30 to 13 game. I wonder how many people will be pissed about that. I wouldn't be. I ain't going to lie. I mean, that's still. Oh, man. Y'all, 20 people watching, man. Where was y'all at this whole time? Where was y'all at? We eating gator meat this week, baby. Yes, right. sir. Go Big Orange, y'all. Hey. It's the end of the show, but, man, it is not the end of Gator Hater Week. We will be back on Wednesday for the midweek chat. Pump the gas or hit the brakes returns. Y'all didn't leave us any questions. So when the show ends and you get back on there, y'all need it. When the show ends and it posts, get back on and comment. And I need y'all to put in some questions for our pump the gas or hit the brakes segments. These questions need to be hot takes on what could happen on Saturday. Prime example, somebody like, what if a question was Joe Milton accounts for five touchdowns? Are we going to pump the gas or hit the brakes on that? As many questions as you guys send, we're going to pick five of them, and we're going to go through that on Wednesday's midweek chat. We need those all in by tomorrow at noon. So drop those questions in, man, uh, or drop those statements in for pump the gas or hit the brakes. Midweek chat is Wednesday. One more day is Friday, and then y'all. Tennessee, 7 p.m., 7 p.m., in the swamp, 
on ESPN primetime. Y'all cannot wait. Uh, Turn, you got anything else, man, as we wrap it up on this Monday? Thanks for tuning in. Keep tuning in. Share this jump. Yes, sir. Yep. Y'all share it. Like, comment, put this thing out everywhere, man. We on our way to 800 subs. Like, comment, subscribe. Thank you for our Apple and Spotify listeners. We love y'all. We cannot wait to be back on Wednesday for my dog turn. It's your boy Ruck in the building, and it's straight up Tennessee, baby. We'll see y'all on Wednesday. <laughs>